Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so when it hit that. Out in the sides in the mean, mean time, I'm just dreaming of tearing you apart. That is Hamlet out to deep left field. Forget about it. Big fly for Mike Trout and the Angels have tied this one up in Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the Old Angels Podcast. What is up, people? It is your boy, Johnny Maggs, joined as always with... Garcia. And we're back for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. We're going to keep going with our AL West uh, preview show. We've uh, ran down the Oakland Athletics, Texas Rangers. This week we're running down the uh, the team that's uh, mostly talked about this offseason, yeah. the Houston Astros. Uh, uh, definitely a team that has one of the most interesting story-filled off-seasons and a really, really I don't even care what sport it is in a really long time. Yeah, these uh, these guys are always talked about lately. You turn on the news and it's some Houston Astros news. So we withheld our comments and, and what we thought about everything Astros last week so we can get into it this week because you had a, an interview with Chandler Rome uh, from the Houston Chronicle. Uh, he's a beat writer for the for the Astros for the Houston Chronicle, and that uh, podcast was out on Monday. So we're gonna we're gonna react to it. We're gonna have our thoughts on the Astros and, and all that. Everything stuff. else yeah. that's going on. The funny part is though, too, depending on when you're listening to this, something else could have popped up, and we probably wouldn't even talk about it. So right. um, the way the news was going. You know, for a while there, it just seemed like every single day something new happened or someone else says something different. So, again, depending on when you listen to this, if something's happened in the last, you know, weekend, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we we didn't talk about it because it didn't happen yet. Right. So, yeah. And then, you know, you uh, interviewed Chandler a couple weeks ago, too. So it was before spring training. It was before. Like, I I, I already kind of had a feeling that once they got out to Florida, the team and, and the reporters, that it was going to be really busy yeah with the quote unquote apology and right. I guess we can we can kind of start there um, right. you know but I wanted to get him before he got out there and 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 got absolutely crazy which it did so yeah, yeah it's it a little it was a little outdated but kind of knowing what was going to happen I, I wanted to get that done before um he got too busy out there in Florida but yeah. I guess that's kind of a good place to start was the apologies the first uh I don't know if it was the very first day there in Florida or the second day but it was definitely at the very beginning um they had the owner, Jim Crane. They had Jesse Baker. They had Altuve. They had Bregman. Um, Bregman and Altuve kind of, you know, was up there. Then they were gone, and, and, and that was it. You're kind of scratching your head, and you're kind of like, wait, what happened? Um, and then you got the owner, Jim Crane, in his comments. Yeah, really weird, just kind of just uh, back, like he's – I didn't say that. I said that. You know, he says that it didn't affect the game. And then uh, a couple of reporters questioned him on it. They pushed him on it. Like, hey, what do you mean it doesn't affect the game? Uh, if you know what pitch is coming, you, you you know, you have a slight advantage. Well, you know, well, okay, then it does give you an advantage. But right. you just said it didn't change the concept. Well, I never said that. So yeah. he's backtracking. It was kind of funny. People started putting videos together where it was like, you know, it could be like a, a five-second video and the first two seconds were – you know, has no effect on the game. And the two seconds after that was like, yeah, okay, it probably had an effect. I never said it didn't have an effect. It's like, oh, wait, what, huh? So, I mean, there was that. And again, too, we're on our Instagram uh, feed right now at Halo underscore Haven. And like normal, I asked for questions. So, um, uh, I, I I was going through there earlier today, and there was one that kind of brought up the apology aspect of it. 
And there it is um, from Justin Football 08. Do you think the apology? Do you think the apologies the Astros have last week were was scripted? And I think it was. Oh no doubt they were. They were. They were given definitely given key points, and they stayed stuck to it. Um, there was. They just seemed really insincere because it didn't. It didn't come from the heart. It didn't which, seem like it was natural. You know. And which like again, kind of going now into the bigger picture of everything, and and you seeing people, whether it be online, whether it be through different podcasts or, or whatever kind of really bag and, and, and trash the commission, which I understand, but he was like in a really hard spot and this apology or lack thereof from the Astros didn't help him at all where if the Astros, okay, if, if the commission does what he does as far as not suspending players and, and none of that stuff because of the immunity stuff, which is fine, and the Astro players actually came out and showed some kind of remorse, some showed some kind of... Um, you know, just uh, I'm sorry. You know, we, we we did something that was wrong. We knew it was wrong at the time, and we just couldn't. We didn't didn't weren't mad enough to, to say anything to stop it, and left it at that. I think it would have been fine. But the fact that not only was the apology like really bad and very short and seemed very emotionless, but then they started like going back at other players. Like you have to know you you have to know that other players are going to be upset with it. You have to just eat it. There's nothing you can do, eat it. And by them continually, you know, Carlos Correa, uh, uh, mostly coming out and kind of, I understand defending himself and defending his boys, but you don't make it any better and it doesn't help the commissioner at all. When when he's looking for you guys to show remorse, show that you're sorry, and then all you're doing over here is just kind of like fighting back and stuff like that. And it just, it, it doesn't help the commissioner at all. Yeah, I, I, like you said, own up to it because any type of excuse that you're going to come up with that is going to lean towards it being you kind of commenting towards, well, it wasn't that bad. You know, that's what, that's gonna, what it seemed gonna, to me. It's going to look terrible. Right. Put yourselves in the other shoes. You know, if it was happening, if you guys weren't the team that was doing it and, and you know, you guys were the guys getting cheated on, you're going to be upset. So own up to it. Um, Correa kind of talking about the um, Altuve t-shirt thing don't rip off my hair oh, he had a bad tattoo dude i don't want to hear that yeah even even if it's 100 percent true if that's 100 percent right. true i don't want to hear it i don't care just, just say just we made it. a mistake i'm sorry we really are you know we want to get past this but we're moving just, on to 2020 yeah we're not, we're not gonna comment on it anymore. right like let's move on you, from this you have had to know that other players and other organizations weren't going to be happy with everything that's going on. If you just let them do them and let them vent out and, and, and say what they're going to say and you just eat it, then it it kind of almost, I wouldn't say dies because there's still kind of more buzz going on, but it makes them at least look somewhat better. Like, it's bad enough that you got caught cheating, but then when you get caught cheating and you're trying to defend it, it makes it 10 times worse where... If you got caught cheating and you're just like, oh, you know, we're sorry, we're moving on, you know, we were, we did, we did a really bad thing, blah blah blah, and then leave it at that and don't try to defend yourselves, you know, there's a little more remorse from the public opinion that way. But yeah, when you come out and so strongly kind of defend what what you did, that doesn't help you at all in, in, in the court of public opinion, or even, you know, obviously in, in a lot of ways with your fellow uh, players, you know, and in, in, in the union and stuff like that. So. You know, a lot of a lot of grief wants to be given to the commissioner for not giving immunity or for giving immunity and not punishing players. But I'm just thinking to myself, man, if the Astros handle this so much of a different way, it can be totally different. And they did not do him any favors at all by just kind of wanting to puff their chest out and say, we didn't do it or it didn't affect or whatever kind of, you know, weird excuse out there that there was. Yeah, I mean, they kept it just seemed like they kept shooting themselves in the foot rather than rather than move forward in this. They kept shooting themselves in the foot of one thing after another. And then of course, um, uh, Rob Manfred's comments about, uh, what happens if they baseball or the pitchers on the mound retaliate? What are your thoughts on the retaliation factor? Yeah. So we have a question for that too. And it kind of leads into it. Um, again, on our Instagram, uh, chef Jagger bombs, uh, asked, should the Angels use an opener to hit the Astros' leadoff hitter? Um, I I personally, I think it's kind of overblown that the guys are going to... I mean, everyone wants them to get pelted, which, okay, whatever, I understand, but I'm not a big fan of that stuff even before. Like, I'm going to get even by you by drilling you with a ball. Like, I was never a fan of that to begin with, so I'm not going to all of a sudden be a fan of it. But, you know, in, in a way, it's like... 
you guys got to be kind of smart into that too, because now not only are you are you pissed off at him or whatever, you drill him with the ball. Great. Now you have a guy on first. Now there's a guy. Um, before you do anything, there's a guy on first. So and you're kind of helping them by like, yeah, oh, I got you, but guess what? There's a guy on first, no outs, and the top of the first. And so, how does that help your team that you're trying to beat or you're trying to beat them when you're giving them runners on so quickly? And and me uh, personally, I, I you know, okay, I know the Astros cheated pretty much on every team. There's there's evidence, I guess, whatever. Uh, but I think the whole Angels retaliating thing is a little bl- bit blown. I think this. To me, you know, um, it's a little blown out of proportion, the whole, you know, they need to do this and the Angels need to do that. And I know it's because it's our team and we're, we're you know, there's a lot of fans out there that, that, that are, are upset about, you know, they cheat, they, if they cheat on Dodgers, they cheated on everybody. But I feel like it's just a little bit, they're, they're going to get hit by a pitch eventually. Yeah, you're going to have it's, those, it's gonna happen. you're going to have those guys, those old school type guys, those Weaver kind of guys that, that aren't going to take no crap and they're going to throw at you because you cheated. But, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, what does that do? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. Okay, great. Now they have a guy on first. Right. The next dude hits a home run. Now you're, you're down 2-0. <laughs> you're too, you know, it's, it's yeah. not a solo home run anymore. Now no. it's, a, it's a two run home run. And it's like, but I feel, I feel like why, why do you, to me, I, I don't see reason in why you have to, to retaliate in that the, manner. The, I mean, and, and the what funny part, do? too, if you, if you look at this last couple, like 17, 18, 19, who's, like, I think they said there's only 11 guys from the, well, from the original 17 game, or 17, uh, 2017 season, there's only like 11 dudes on that team that are from back then. And then you have guys like Garrett Cole who were there during, you know, if 18 happened the way everyone says and 19 happens the way everyone he's there and he's in Yankees camp. And then you have Aaron, or, um, who was it? Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stan talking about it's like, dude, like you only care about this stuff because, you know, the Astros got caught, but yet you're not turning around and saying anything about Garrett Cole, who is on your team. Is on your team, and it's kind of yeah. like these guys are so spread out now because this is the way baseball works, where you know you're going to have maybe a, a handful of guys that stay on the team long term, but other than that, you know, you're kind of it's kind of a rotating door, yeah, for one reason or another. But it's, it, to me, it's like, okay, you're talking all this stuff, but you would hate it if Garrett Cole suspended, you know, 30 games, the Yankees, but yet all of a sudden, uh, oh, but wait, he's on the Yankees. Well, guess what? He was part of an angel or an Astro kind of, you know, questionable uh, season. Why, you know, so it's, it, the, the suspensions never made sense to me. Everyone wants the book thrown at the, at the uh, Astros to a point where it's, it's like, I can't tell if they're being serious or if they're just being trolls. And, and, and it's mostly on – I'm going to be frank. It's mostly on Twitter. People on Twitter are dumb. Um, yeah. yeah it, it just – I'm fine with the punishment. I'm fine with how it worked out. There's so much more behind the punishment and what the commissioner can or cannot do that it's kind of – you have to you have to do something. You have to look at it through a, a, big, a big picture mm-hmm. where – um, the unions involved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I'm in a I'm in a union at work, and it, it it if you get in trouble, that's what they're there for, right. and it's just a process for the it, for it, it to happen. And people were saying like, "What well, they're going to protect the one team of cheaters?" And and but you know, at the at the you know, even though everyone else is mad, it's like, yeah, that's what a union does. A union legally legally has to do that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not, you know, it's it's at the end of the day, I'm looking at this Astro stuff, this Astro scandal, and to me, it's a reality show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it doesn't, it's not going to affect me either way if the whole team gets suspended or no one gets suspended. It's, it's it's it is what it is. But for some people out there that want, you know, everyone suspended and the team dismantled, it's like what the heck? not going to happen. There's just no way that's that. There's no way that's ever going to happen, right. guys. Even if you wanted them suspended for 15 games, there's there's, there's just no way that's going to happen. You know, uh, to, to suspend a whole team or dismantle a whole team. Oh, they should be banned for a year. What does that do for for you know the all of the other 30 major league baseball teams? You know, um, they shouldn't they shouldn't play any games in 2020, 2021. It just like you said, dude. I don't know if people are trolling or if they're being serious. And here's here's another thing too. Dude, angels, you know, angel fans out there are, are are just. There's some some of us out there, and and I'm, I'm grouping us together because we're all angel fans. But there's some of you out there who are are pretty ridiculous, and uh, angels just really weren't in it these last three years. So I, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered yeah. by them cheating on the angels so much because we really weren't in any type of contention. So it is what it is. And but I, and I don't really care. You know? 
you know, sports is sports, <clears throat> and then you do you do watch it get entertained. You do watch it because you know you want to. You hope that everything's on the up and up. But I mean, baseball has such a like has a, such a big history of these kind of scandals, whether it be the Black Sox, whether it be you know this cheating, whether it be steroids, you know, whatever. And it's just it's just I, I don't I don't. I don't, I don't understand why people are like so shocked by this. It's like, yeah, if you were to tell me I can do something that's going to help my wallet and it's not illegal, like, let's, let's get that right. right now. This whole thing is unmoral, unethical, or whatever word you want. It's not illegal by law. Right. And you're going to tell me I'm, I could do something like that and help my family with money and I'm not going to be penalized by anything like that? No, I might do it. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, no, absolutely. And I think, honestly, that where, where the Astros are coming from, too, or even baseball is, you know, I. Yeah, I got caught. Okay, so what? What are you gonna do? And yeah, I, I'm, and I understand why people are upset with that, but I just I don't know. It's, no, there there is there is that 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 I I get it. I get I get the anger. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not condoning what they did. Right. But at the same time, you got to look at it as okay. I wanted this. I wanted them to get suspended. This. How come it, they didn't get suspended? Well, there's rules and there's there's rules set for there's that process. reason. Yeah. There's there's a process. Also, you can't just there's just so much involved with what happened that I know everyone's looking at it with like rage and oh I can't believe they did this and blah 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 and, and and they're just that's that one track mind where they just want things to happen and it's just there's a process there's rules in place there's a union um, these rules were set way before any of this happened to yeah. what when was the last time they met three four years ago where they set these rules in place yeah, I think so the CBA, the CBA is probably even older than that yeah because it's, it's coming up in, in two years so yeah obviously just, this is going to be a big talking point but the, but you cannot punish players when you don't have an agreement in place, like the main reason why players get suspended, um, you know, for PEDs or steroid use, because now it's agreed upon. There's no, you can't argue it because it's agreed upon. So right. Astros get money taken away. They get suspended. Anything where it affects a player right. rings. Like that's going to go through a grievance. And guess what? They're not going to win. Yeah, MLB yeah, it's, is it's, not going to win. It be, and it's not as simple as just taking their rings or taking the championship. There's like, the a hell? process. Like, like, what, take their rings? We can do knock on their front door and say uh, pay up. Yeah, like, give it back. That's just that's yeah. some of the well, dumbest stuff. Well, even even then, like it happened. That happened. The steroids era happened. Black Sox scandal happened. This now happened. So what happens now? Just move on. The best thing to do now is just to move on. And well, that's, that's what it. I'm saying too. Like if the Astros did that at the very beginning, most of this stuff where people are again fighting back at them wouldn't happen. Like the worst thing in the world, you got caught cheating. Yes. The second worst thing in the world you can do now is kind of defend it when you got caught red-handed, and that's what they were doing for a long time. And now, right. hopefully, they're just quiet and said, "Okay, 2020, 2020," and then. You got guys out here, players. Like I understand them being frustrated, but then you got like, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's just weird to see the union, a really strong union, be so fractured because you got players that are upset, which you understand. But man, I don't I don't know what the union is going to do because they have to protect the Astros because they are. It, 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 like I said, that is a federal law that the union has to do that to its um, members. Like they can't just turn their back on them and say you cheated, so we're not going to protect you. No, like. By federal law, they have to, and I don't know how many people actually realize that. That even if the union didn't want to, or, or the uppers didn't want to, or ninety nine percent of you know uh, the players didn't want that to happen. Right. You know, by federal law, the union has to, and then when the CBA comes around, then you can readjust it. But by federal law, they have to help them and fight it. So, um, Lauren Emanuel on Instagram said the Black Sox scandal—they were banned from baseball. Yeah, I know. But it happened. I'm not saying that they didn't. But again, this was 1918. This was before any CBA or any co yeah, contracts yeah. or anything was in place. But I, my point. It's a totally different. Time. My point to that was it happened. So move on. Yeah. Well, the what, Black Scots was, yeah, he said there was no union. You know, there's no one fighting. Like, if that happens now, I don't think that happens. I don't think they get suspended. Like, everyone loves bringing up the Pete Rose thing. It's like, do you realize Pete Rose. When he first got kicked out of baseball for life, for the next, like, I don't know, like 10 years or whatever, all he had to do, all the commissioner wanted him to do was admit that he was betting. Right. And he never did. Right. He and then the commissioner died. And then he said, then he decides when he's right, when he writes a book to, it, to admit it, it to mm -hmm. get book sales. And it's like, no, dude, you had your chance. If you were to come back, you know, the year after you got kicked out agreed to like hey I, I i i bet on baseball i did this i did that you he would be in the in in the hall of fame right now but again it's not so bad it's not the crime is never really the bad thing it's how you react to the punishment or or, or 
um, criticism that really is going to affect it. If you get all super defensive, it doesn't look good. If you deny, 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 like P. Rose did, even though there's hardcore proof, again, that's not a great look for you. And, and I just, you know, people want to lump this into something huge. Like, you know, people are saying this is worse than steroids, and I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Um, I don't even think steroids was that bad because you know. Pretty much everyone was on the same plane. <laughs> well, that, well, and it made the game really exciting. Well, I mean, again, if people want to all of a sudden get ethical on it, because yeah. it's like people are are, are are picking and choosing when they want to get ethical. Mm-hmm. You cheated. That's a bad look for kids, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, so dudes using steroids isn't bad. Like, steroids were so much worse on a bigger picture that it was in Congress. Yeah, I mean... How many like how many high school baseball teams have an audio or a video room in during the game that they can do this? None. But how many kids were getting some kind of form of PEDs and steroids to help them out because of they were seeing the big leaguers do it? Like for people that are saying this is worse than the steroids, I just I completely disagree and I don't understand. Again, it's like the flavor of the month. Well, I just I I understand the the the, the level of like just the cheating that they did. Um, I get it because, you know, oh, they did. I, I get it. I get it, and I, I understand the the anger towards it. But to to say it's worse than steroids is a bit is a bit much. Just because um, the effect you just mentioned, like the high school kids, the effect that steroids would eventually have on the youth of America. Like, hey, I want to be able to hit this many home runs. Let me take some. Let me do this if it's going to make me better. Cheating has always been a part of the game. Um, Astros just took it to another level. So, um, to me, man, I, it's one of those things, and I'll say it again. It happened. Let's just get past it. That's it. I'm, what are you going to do? Just sit here and argue and get mad at him? Like, it is what it is. It happened. Yeah, and then kind of going back to the retaliation stuff, like, uh, I, I don't – I don't. I, nah. it sounds good, but, I mean, you're, this is also the same sport where they, 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 they clear the benches and they don't do anything. So, it's like yeah, what baseball's is. famous for all talk and no walk. Yeah. So, Players want to bark about what they should happen and get hit and drilled and, you know, beaten or whatever, you know, Nick Marquette said. But this is a, a league, a team, a or not a team, but a, 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 a sport where it is famous for people coming out and standing around. And, yeah, you might occasionally get an actual good brawl. Yeah, but, but far and few between. 95% of it, it's, 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 hey, let's just run out there, act like we're going to do something and stand around. Angels cannot afford to have a guy... Throw at an Astros player and get kicked out immediately. We need you to go six innings, guys. That's, yeah, that's, that's kind of the deal, yeah. Uh, again, Lauren Emanuel Chavez says, Steroids was bad, no doubt, but a majority of the players at the time were doing it, so the level of cheating is hard to say. Yeah, but it's like if two wrongs don't make a right, then what the hell is 150 wrongs? Is that all of a sudden be, okay, well, then that's fine. So it's like people want to sit there and, well, everyone's using it. Uh, okay, cool, so that makes it okay. Like I, I mean, that, that's my opinion about the steroids. Like, yeah, I get everyone was using and stuff like that, but it doesn't automatically. Like, okay, cool. So, is that fine now? Like, I, I don't. Know, I never got that kind of thought process behind it. But um, another topic about the Astros and all that stuff, and we'll eventually get to the on the field stuff uh, eventually. But this is kind of just the, what's going on right now. But uh, the trophy. Uh, we talked about the rings. They can't go really take the rings physically from them, but. Do you think the commissioner should have took or should take the uh, the, the trophy, uh, vacate the the World Series? Uh, no, because you know what, the game was played on the field. You had a winner. I know the cheating, blah blah blah. But you know what? Again, that's, I'm going to go back to it happened. It's just it's all it, it is what it is. You want to put an asterisk next to it that they're you know quote unquote world champions? You can uh, cheating scandal in, in parentheses whatever. It is what it is. I'm not. I'm not a stickler on taking away anything. It, it's something that happened. I mean, it's always going to be a part of history in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, I, I think asterisks or no asterisks or stripped or no strip. There's always going to be that yeah, but yeah conversation to yeah. it. So I mean, you know, uh, when I have kids or you know, if if you have small kids in your family, like a, a niece or a nephew, and they get old enough and they're going to ask about the 2017 World Series, you know, regardless if the trophy's there or not, you're probably going to say the Astros, Astros won, won, but. There's yeah. going to be that but. Uh-huh. And I think that's kind of the thing was where it doesn't really matter if they actually physically yeah. strip it. From it's always going to be tainted. Always gonna be, there's always going to yeah. be that taint that's not going to matter. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, I, I don't care. Like, let them have it. Like, if anything, that's even a worse reminder of what the hell happened. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you take the trophy away, okay, well, then a display, a World Series display disappears. Okay. So maybe people after a generation forget about it. Because Ma- there's, no, there's no visual yeah. evidence of it. Right. But if you keep that trophy there, every single time someone comes up and sees 2017 World Series champs, they, they're going to be like, that's right. And at the same time, like, fans that were Astros fans at the time are always going to remember them winning the World Series at that time. Right. You're never going to take that away from them either. uh, What was it? The Men in Black? uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, The Erase Your Mind? Yeah. Yeah, But the other thing, too, is uh, a lot of people were talking about, oh, they, you know, well, they give the World Series championship to the Dodgers. Well, no. You can't do that either because... they don't want it. Yeah. uh, Of course. You don't want it that way. But other people were like, oh, they give it to the next... No. If they did cheat... They had to get through three other, two other teams to get to the Dodgers. So you can't by default give it just to the Dodgers because who's to say the Yankees weren't going to beat them? Right, exactly. So it's like it's either all or nothing. There's a big domino effect if you do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was never a fan of taking the, the trophy away and, and vacating it. It just didn't make sense. And people were just, they have to do that. They have to do that. And, and then you said president, president for something like that. So how far <laughs> back do you go and um, look at quote-unquote cheaters, do you go now into the steroid era and say, hey, this team had a guy in the Mitchell report that or tested, tested positive for steroids, blah, blah, blah. Do you now strip that? Because that's a form of cheating. Right. So it's like, it's a stretch, but then, hey, at, once you start pulling at that string, you cannot stop. And I think that's what the commission was getting at. It's like, yeah. it's a very tricky thing. You just Once you start, you just can't stop. you got to really think about, do you want to go down that down that road? And, and, and the same thing with making um Jim Crane sell his team you can't do that like how you how are you like I've only seen teams be forced to sell their team under like two circumstances one is financially they just can't afford it for whatever mm-hmm. reason their other other uh, uh, investments fell through and they just physically cannot afford the payroll of the players then they take it which makes total sense if you can't afford the toy you don't get the toy Another one is, is, is your basketball fan is Donald Sterling, but he was oh, yeah. so caught up in so much illegal stuff. Like, again, right. what the Astros did, illegal in baseball terms, yes, but as federal government law-abiding citizen stuff, it wasn't illegal. Yeah. So for the so to take away someone's team because of that, it doesn't make any sense to me either. As much of an idiot as he sounded at that press conference, yeah. It's not as simple as making him, forcing him to sell the team, you know? Yeah, it, some of these yeah anything short of like a federal crime then yeah take his team right. because that's not a good embezzlement idea. or something right. like that yeah but, but not yeah. not not uh but not for quote unquote cheating and not for having a terrible press conference i mean i'm not gonna sit here and defend the guy like as far as like what he did was right and he could play innocent all he wants but i still don't think at the end of the day it's it's worth taking a team away Lauren um, I understand what I understand what you're saying with the soccer team but I'm pretty sure the English soccer league has different I don't even know how their player union or how that goes well, see the, but there's there's contracts that Major League Baseball couldn't just backtrack on the contracts that were set before any of this happened then they would major league baseball would be in trouble. But that's that's, that's like kind of you that's just kind of like apples and oranges because what are you? They get they get the Man City gets you know they can't play in the Premier League or, or whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's one of those high end leagues. But okay, well they get they get down they get downgraded to uh, another league. So was that like the Astros playing in AAA next year? Like what? Is there so there's so much different between right. laws and rules between not only games and, and different sports but. Now you're talking countries. Right. Now you're talking about a whole different country. There's a and, whole different standard. Whole, and, you and, can't. and from what I've heard something talked about it, that they might fight that and they might come back. Like, the Man City thing isn't done. They can they can appeal that for, at the right people because the, the and again, we're not a soccer podcast, but I, I, and it's funny you brought that up because I heard something on, on another podcast I listened to today, but the way that was settled was the one group of people were the judge, jury, and executioner in it. Right. There was no outside party that that got to fight for their you know side so now they're appealing it appealing it and so they can come back so i think it's totally a different thing but even 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 with all that said the guys the punishment that mlb put down was all that they can do they could not backtrack on those on those contracts on those negotiation set deals just because they wanted to punish the astros believe me if they could they probably would but they just couldn't 
if Major League Baseball re- reneged all these, you know, these these player contract CBAs, all that, they're in deep, they're in deep trouble. That's, and that's, that's deep again, trouble, that, federal that, stuff. That's, now, again, like I said, yeah. that turns into a federal happen. federal crime. Like, so we're talking about baseball, and then you're mad that they didn't do anything. That's a federal crime. Yeah. crime. There, these were these rules were set in place way before any of this happened, guys. I. I know. Sorry. I mean, I, I'm with it. I'm I'm upset too. But what what good? I mean, you got to be. You got to look at it. That's all they could and really have can, done. And, and and we, you know, as uh, as baseball fans, we can get upset all we want. But it just it, it, like the team is what you see on the field. But there's so much more behind it. Like you said, contracts, sponsorships, CBA, CBA. Like that's again, that's federal stuff. So that's like, yeah. And then it, hey, ban the team for a season. What about everyone that works at the stadium? You're, you're taking, you're taking, you know. There's people that work there that aren't part of the actual player again, personnel. If you if you look at the 2017 roster to now, there's only 11 guys on that team. So if you're willing to ban this team this year, how's that affect the dudes that came in this year? Right, had or, nothing to do with or it. Got brought up at the end of last year in the from the and like during the they were in the minor leagues and now they're they're playing yeah. to get you know it does, it doesn't make any sense again. I can't tell if half these people are trolling or half these people are actually like serious, but or just don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, the other, the two people that should have gotten in trouble, I mean, did get in trouble. The general manager mm-hmm. and the the manager who could have stopped it from happening while you were in the dugout. He could have said no, stop. This, that's it, plain and simple. Those two guys are gone. To me, I'm glad those those guys got what came to them. I mean, MLB had their hands tied again. Like uh, I think a couple of days ago, Manfred said, if if he could get enough evidence on his own to punish these guys without interviewing these guys, he would have. But he couldn't, so he had to offer them immunity because these the guys, only way they could talk. The That's only, the only way they would talk. And the and the, and the player association even said, like, we're not going to talk to you unless you give us this immunity. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. At one point, either you sweep it underneath the rugs, like, well, I didn't have enough, and no one gets punished. Right. Or you, you do what they did. And so, yeah, they have the scarlet letter on them. They're considered cheaters from now until whenever you decide to get over it. Or And, and the commission, and the uh, GM and the uh, manager get fired. Or you just, oh, I don't have enough to, to go forward, so I'm just going to drop it. Like, it, those were kind of your um, – that was kind of like what the options were. And I understand people being frustrated. That makes I, yeah, perfect I sense. It. But at the end of the day, you still have to um, – I, I just, you know, I. You gotta I, look at it. Not you. You can't look at it as a game. You have to yeah, look at it just, as a business. You just have, yeah. There you go. You just have to look at it as, all right. Company you know, how, exactly. And how, it, and how it deals with its employees. like human resource type stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's and no one wants to do that because people, and I and I completely understand the fans because people get use sports to get away from their life that have that kind of stresses and all that stuff, and they don't want to see that creeped into their. Yeah. entertainment and their joy but you know at the end of the day that's kind of what it is and every single time we talk to a player about hey trade rumors and this and that and they come back with the same response it's a business yeah you understand it's a business yeah it sucks it's a business I mean Brian Goodwin won his arbitration hearing but they asked him about how that meeting went and he's like it sucks but there's no hard feelings because it's a business and and, and it, you don't get to pick and choose when it's a business and a game because it's, it's both all the time. Yeah, and and I like you said, I understand the frustration because this is a sport that we love. You guys who are watching us right now obviously love baseball because you wouldn't be watching if if you didn't. And this tarnishes the game. Sure, I understand 100%. But again, you got to take a step back, look at it as a business and say, "All right, what was done was done. This is this is all they could have done." So for me to be upset anymore isn't going to do anybody any good. And Baseball in general needs to move forward from this, and the Astros need to just shut up, own up to it, stop shooting yourself Quit in the talking foot. Back. Yeah. yeah, stop shooting yourself in the foot, own up, and focus on 2020. That's it. So we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will try to talk about what's gonna happen on the Ast- field. With actual the Astros, Astros, yeah. Uh, you know the guys that are on the team and everything like that. So we'll be back after this. Hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. 
Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Okay, we are back. Thanks to our sponsors. Again, I want to thank our sponsors for sponsoring our show, making this possible. We also have friends over at um, Stance. We have a giveaway going on right now. So if you guys on the podcast side, on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, listening to us on there, Follow Before us. Saturday. Follow us at Halo underscore Haven on Instagram. Before Saturday, check out our post regarding Stan socks for your chance to win his and her pairs, uh, pairs of socks. There's three pairs. Each pair has a his and hers. Mm. Um, again, we're this is going to be our and this is kind of our thought behind it. This is going to be our third year, third full season mm-hmm. of Angels of All Angels podcast. All right, so you're going to tag three friends. We're gonna give away three different three, three different sets. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's, and, and it's gonna close first pitch of Saturday. The was that make it uh, the twenty second? Because um, this is the very first spring training game. It's kind of a way to hey, you know, let's get let's get the ball rolling. So mm-hmm. definitely, uh, I, I was asked on Twitter if we're gonna do a Twitter giveaway. Honestly, we get a lot more support and a lot more. Um, uh, interaction. Uh, interaction. That's a good word. Interaction from our Instagram page. So mm. that's probably where we're going to mainly do all our giveaways. Right. And we might do a Twitter one here and there. But, you know, if you're on Twitter, there's a good chance you're also on Instagram. And if you're not on Instagram, make a fake one. Make a burner. It's yeah. cool. And then you can do it that way. Um, but definitely check us out on Instagram. Again, Halo underscore Haven. And on Twitter, Halo underscore Haven. They're both the same. But we definitely have a giveaway going on now. And we will have more giveaways as the spring and season uh, progresses. And these are legit stance socks, people. Like the ones you see at Angel Stadium. Like the official, the official sock of, of Major League Baseball. Yep. So you have a chance to win. You have to do nothing. All you got to do is tag three people. Exactly. And follow Halo Haven. That's it. enough. For here your we, chance. Here we got, again, I posted this probably... About twelve hours ago, actually, and we already got over a hundred and uh, I think like a hundred and ten uh, entries. So again, we're, we're gonna close off the comment section at first pitch. We gotta get all those names, put them like in a random uh, uh, generator on, yeah. on the computer, and then start pulling three winners through the game. And hopefully, by the you know second or third inning of that spring training game, we'll be able to post. Uh, the winner, but definitely yeah. uh, not the last one we're going to do this year. That's no, for sure. No. All right. So let's talk about the Houston Astros. Uh, we talked about the A's. We talked about the Rangers. And now it's the Astros' turn. In my opinion, the front runners in the American League West. Absolutely. And I'm not the only one. I from from hearing the two previous uh, interviews and uh, Chandler Romes, uh, I think we're all in agreement that the Houston Astros are the team to beat in the American League West, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, they they have more questions this year than they have ever had in the last, you know, three or four. And the big one, obviously, is is the loss of... Um, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. And where do you get his innings from? Because before, you had kind of a three-headed monster going mm-hmm. on. With, obviously, Granky got picked up at the trade deadline, but him, Verlander, and Cole. This year, now you're kind of stuck with just Verlander and Granky at the top of the, of the rotation, which is a very good yeah. one-two one, punch, two probably punch, one yeah. of the best one-two punches in baseball. But after that, there's question marks. You have yeah. uh, Lance McCullers Jr., which is coming back from Tommy John surgery, and he's probably going to be on some kind of a pitch limit. And I know Angel fans, they, for whatever reason, think Tommy John surgeries are exclusively Angel's property, which I understand, but no. Astros are dealing with this too. Lance McCullers coming back with Tommy John. What, what is he going to give you? 130, 140? And then if he does, how good are those innings going to be? That's my biggest thing is, is the pitching depth isn't there like it used to be. Um, again, the top guys, uh, Verlander and Granke, are, are going to be there. But other than that, I don't I don't know where the rest of their rotation is. And, and I talked about it with Chandler. If one of those main guys, again, Granke and Verlander, go down for a significant amount of time, I don't. Their pitching depth isn't going to be enough to carry that team to a runaway. Like, will they still probably win? Yeah, but they're not going to win by ten. 
Maybe yeah. they'll win by three. Games. Yeah. Uh, they're a year older as well. Uh, Granky and, and Verlander are up there. They're a little long in the tooth now. Uh, but it's funny uh, listening to the Channel Rome interview. He talks about the pitching and how that's a big question mark. And I'm like, man, it, so is the Angels pitching. I'm like, I'd rather be in the Astros situation. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> well, the funny part is, no, you're right, though, because they have two legit Yeah, teams. man. But, man, so, after that, like, but, if, you go, if you go Lance McCullers on down in the rotation, the three. Yeah, they're all question six, marks for sure. The, the, I mean, it, it's pretty much the Angels yeah. rotation mm-hmm. kind of. But just obviously the big, big part of the of the lineup is those first two dudes. And you cannot sleep on, even though Verlander and, like you said, Granky are long in the tooth and getting older. Um until Verlander shows some kind of struggle, it's kind of like you know, like Tom Brady or, or some of these older quarterbacks. You're not going to believe they're they're on the backside of their career, you know, LeBron. Until they actually, until you see it, start like, showing. Yeah, you can always yeah. predict like, oh, this is the year they take a step back. But until you see it, it's just, you, I don't believe it. So again, Verlander and Grinky are in that situation. But after that, yeah, I mean, like again, McCullers. Um, uh, Peacock, James, Whitley is a, is a young prospect guy that can get brought up. But, again, he's had a, a rough time in minor leagues la, uh, last year. And all these guys, I mean, you're talking about pitching limits that you're just not sure what they're going to be. So, Right. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, the Houston Astros are definitely the team to beat. That yeah. one-two punch in the front of the rotation is is great. Offensively, man, they're still good. They're, they're really good. They got Brantley. They got Bregman. They got Correa. They have uh, Altuve. They got who's their first baseman? That's that guy, uh, Guriel. Guriel. Uh, they, got, they got the rookie of the year, Alvarez. Yeah, I mean they've they are stacked. Whether they're cheating or not, um, these guys these guys can go out and get they can hit the ball. So mm-hmm. offensively, they're really good. Um, I just don't see this team. Uh, not winning the American League West. The A's might give them a run for their money, yeah, but I, the A's, everything has to go perfect for them, too. Right, yeah. And, and again, it's, it's, it's kind of weird, too, because they're kind of in the same situation where their offense looks really good and their question marks in their rotation. But, I mean, if you're talking about everyone getting everybody's full effort, obviously the Astros are going to be the runaway because of those. I mean, obviously the best one-two combination maybe in baseball, but definitely the one best one-two combination in the in the AL West. Yeah. Regardless of the team in the AL West. So, mm-hmm. um you know, you have Maldonado behind the plate. He's going to be defensively. You know what you're going to get from him. Offensively, he's going to struggle. But when you have big offensive guys like a Springer, uh, uh, Altuve, Correa, Bregman, Brantley, I mean, their offense is going to be really good. And, I, and it's going to be really hard. And in, in the, in the, the the stadium they play in, in Minute Maid, you know, you as a lot of those things, you get the ball up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Crawford carry, boxes yeah, right it's there. it's going to carry really well, and it's going to be a home run. So, they their strength is those are those offensive players and it's gonna be really interesting to see how their season goes. But again, you know the bullpen, you know Ozuna, Presley, Smith, James, like these guys, you know outside of Ozuna and Presley and 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 and, and, and uh, um, uh, uh, Smith, but uh, ex Angel uh, Joe Joe Smith, you know again they have a pretty good uh, yeah. uh, bullpen also, but. Uh, yeah, you know, health is such a big deal with a lot of these teams, and the same thing with the Astros. They can afford to lose one of these offensive players, I think, and be fine. You know, they can shuffle stuff around. Like Correa goes down again. You can move Bregman to shortstop, and then you can put someone in the third base, and, and you'll be fine. Or same thing, Altuve goes down. You can put Bregman over at second, or whatever, and you'll be fine. But man, if Verlander or Granke goes down, that's when it, the the division is going to be up for grabs as far as between them and the A's, I believe. That might take them from a high, like a 99-win, 100-win team to like a 95, 94-win team. And that's kind of where the A's have been in the last couple right. of years, and they can be right in it. Right. It's so crazy to think that 94 wins and, you know, that, that, that could possibly win you the West depending on the health. But those 94 wins are probably good enough to make one of those wild card spots. So, um just so crazy how how things work out um going back to the catcher position something i've always said you know they got maldonado behind the play great defensive catcher um anything that he can provide offensively for the astros is going to be icing on the cake if he has a similar season to the season he had here with the angels the year he won the gold glove where he hit like 14 home runs and drove in about 50 that's going to be that's going to make the astros a very dangerous team right when you're getting production like that from your catcher offensively definitely I, i i think you know, um, catching, and we, we said this before on, on, on different podcasts, and, and especially when the Angels were kind of going through their um, catcher search. The, you know, the catching position isn't what it used to be. Mm-mm. Now it's a, it's a really strict defensive kind of priority, 
And then offensively, if you can get another, if you can get a good offensive boost, that's just a plus. But you're definitely a defense first position. So obviously Maldonado, like you said, anything extra is going to be great. And the way this offense is kind of structured with the players they have, they don't need him to be. Again, he's going to be their, your ninth best offensive option. Right. That's fine. That's good. Oh yeah. That's what you. That's what. That's what he needs to be, and and, and not a problem at all. But you know. Astros are really tough. They're going to be a tough out no matter who they who they play. But, you know, I guess kind of looking forward, and we're talking about some of these young pitchers that they're just not sure about, they don't have a big, a real high depth in their farm system. Like, yeah, they have some young arms that are kind of whatever, but they're not – I think his name is Forrest Whitley. Is the, is, a, is the only Astro in the top 100 that came out for MLB Pipeline, a pitcher. And even then he was struggling last year and, and – um, the minor leagues from what I remember but other than that they don't have a lot of depth so Mm-mm. yeah they have Springer they have they have Brantley they have Korea they have Altuve but you go three and four in the depth chart if injury really hits they don't have anyone there so um, and with the the, the loss of two uh, two draft picks this year and two draft picks next year that's going to really hurt because when they traded for Granke the, they kind of traded away the last remains of a really good farm system to get Granky in. Right. Granted, they didn't know all this stuff was going to come downhill, or else I wonder if they would have done it differently. Yeah. But their farm system is, is, is pretty bare right now, and they're not going to have a first and a second this year and next year to help replenish. So, you know, if it's not this year, their next couple of years are going to be really kind of interesting with the Astros. Yeah, and, and you know what, draft picks, uh, the farm, not just what, um, you know, you're able to to uh, like you said the trade when the they traded for Granky they they got rid of some guys that you know obviously now looking back damn I wish we would have kept them you know if you're an Astros fan but you know losing those two draft picks it's crucial to the to the um, organization just because to build some kind of depth yeah, behind the, the look look where the Angels were for five six years man where they had nothing. Uh, Depoto was making these trades and signing these guys, and little did he didn't care about what was happening to the farm system. And it took forever for the Angels to get a Joe Adele, Brandon Marsh. You know, we're finally here now, where the Angels are getting guys in through the system and finally. Yeah. So now the Astros, you know, that's going to back them up five, six years, um, unless they're able to trade somehow for for guys eventually. But that's going to be hard to come by because then you have nothing to trade for. You have nothing to give in return too if you're in the middle of a. You know, uh, next year they're in the middle of a, a playoff race, and well, let's go down to the farms. Oh, we don't have any yeah, draft picks. That, yeah, that's, that's the hard you know? part. That's 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 why if they are in it and you're looking for them to make a trade to add something for that last push, like yeah. I don't, like you said, like I don't. They'd, they, they, they'd have to give up somebody on their major league roster, and, and at probably, that point, you're removing somebody who's important to your right. Roster. Because if you're in a, in a in a race, yeah. those guys, are, all those guys are important. Right. So the Astros are going to be really interesting to see this year. Also, too, with everything that's going on with with the cheating scandal, you know, and and it kind of goes into a question we have here on 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 Instagram, and, and um, I'm trying to find it, but uh, here it is. Do you think Halo fans will join in on the boo um, onslaught the first weekend? It is a baseball issue, but yeah, I think I Absolutely. mean, I mean, yeah, you're, you're get there that everywhere, yeah. and I just don't know. I guess what the one thing that the Astros have going for them is that this news didn't break in the middle of the season to where it's like, oh, everything was fine yesterday. Now it's everything's hit the fan. Like they knew about this punishment. They know about this punishment. They can get themselves somewhat ready, I guess, for like, I don't know if you can ever be totally ready for something that's going to happen to them or, you know, come at them with fans and booing and all that craziness that's going to happen. But there is some point you can, um, kind of get yourself ready for that and I wonder if that's going to help at all because again like I even if some of these guys are kind of affected by it I don't know if you can put like a game kind of like oh they're going to lose three more games than they would have if this never happened like I don't know if you can put like a total like that onto it but it'd be it's going to be interesting to see how they react to play on the road and, and obviously play at home and, and, and all that stuff there's gonna there's definitely going to be they're going to get booed yeah yeah it's going to happen. Expect it to happen. Uh, when you're there, Angel fans are just going to join. Uh, obviously, anywhere they go, not just Angel fans, uh, all throughout Major League Baseball. Uh, they're just lucky they're not going to the Dodger Stadium. No, you imagine but, they have a Dodger Stadium? No, they don't, but they do play the All-Star game at Dodger Stadium this year. So, Ooh, 
So your big guys are going to be there, you know, obviously depending on, on the season. But, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if you see Correa, Altuve, Bregman, and, like, Verlander there uh, mm. in Dodger Stadium for that. And then, obviously, yeah, the All-Star game, you might get a handful of, like, uh, fans from different teams. But you can bet that. Mostly Dodger fans. Mostly Dodger fans. And, and, yeah. and Dude, Bregman needs to join the home run derby. Uh, I mean, if honestly, like I kind of, ho- I kind of wish these guys would just lean into it and be like, "Yeah, we did it." Like yeah. you're a wrestling fan, turn completely heel and be yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, uh huh," and watch me, yeah, and watch me, and watch me now. Bat oh. flip when you hit a home run. Yeah. Oh, uh. and I, 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 like I'm, again, I'm not an Astros fan, but I love the drama of it. I love, like I said, I, yeah, it's like a reality TV show for me. I would love to see Bregman hit a home run and bat flip and stare, you know, put whatever visiting team or uh, home team that he's visiting into put whatever team you want there and just stare them down like fans that are giving a hard time like to me I'm like ah oh, this is entertainment and that's I mean that's like I said that's what I'm, came, that's what I'm here for is the entertainment you paid you pay your ticket to get in you want some damn entertainment right, right and that's the that's that would be so oh dude that would be funny if Bregman does the home run derby or, or, or Springer or one of these guys that have Korea power or somebody else yeah. Tuve screw it and then take his shirt off after oh Oh, come on. I want that to happen so bad. That'd be too funny. Um, let's see. I uh, quickly want to shout out uh, Duncan Healy, who emailed us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, just thank you for the kind words. Um, we got another one at All Angels Podcast. Um, you want to get into this one? It doesn't have to do with the Astros, but yeah, let's just talk about it. And then you guys on Instagram Live and whatever. Uh, hey guys, good job on the podcast. I heard that Fletcher is taking reps in the outfield. Could you see the Angels going with Fletch as a fourth outfielder and carry an extra guy like a Renjifo rather than an Hermosillo? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's actually not crazy just because of the fact where the jock thing fell through. So you're already kind of thinking that they were interested in another outfielder because they weren't 100% sold on Hermosillo or right. whoever else is behind them. And you don't want to rush Joe up. So, obviously, they're trying to find another guy to compete for some of those at-bats. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think if the jock thing did go through, you probably wouldn't see Fletcher out there. But since it didn't, they need someone out there that's going to give them some kind of depth and and play multiple positions. And Madden's had come out and said he sees him as, like, a super utility guy, which is fine, which I think fits his kind of profile and who he is perfectly. But, yeah, I think once that jock thing fell through and the trade didn't happen, I think it changed a lot of what uh, the Angels were planning to do when it comes to the, to the lineup and all that stuff. And 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 with with having Fletcher be your fourth downfielder, you don't have a you don't have to worry about what you're going to do with the Renjifo and the La Stella. You can, you can almost play them all together at the same time if right. if, if that's what you want, want to, to do. do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think Fletcher Fletcher's ability to play every position pretty much like Sean Figgins, yeah, uh, just makes him even that much more valuable for the Angels. Yeah, again, like if if Jock was here, if Jock came over then I think I don't think this happened no 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 but, yeah. but I think because it didn't they're trying to find that fourth or fifth guy and then Fletcher played a little bit there last year he was already taking kind of like BP reps if you will out there so it's not totally out of you know pardon the pun left, left field. field Yeah. but um, you know I, I just you know I just think that would that would help the team overall and then yeah then you can carry a, a Renjifo or carry um you know, or whoever, maybe someone who has a hot bat, like a Thice or, 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 or Walsh or, or, Walsh or something yeah. like that could could um, be also carried on. But it's, it's not a bad idea. But again, it's just it's really early. I'm interested to see how many at bats he gets at there compared to like second, third. Like, right. I got a feeling when you go to spring training, you're probably going to see him at all. You know, you're going to see him at third. You're going to see him at short. You're probably going to see him at second. You're probably going to see him in the outfield at some point in the spring training. And so just kind of see how they balance all that stuff mm. out. Yep. Any questions over here on the old so, IG? On the, on the old IG. A lot of the stuff is the same, guys. So, like, if we didn't get to your stuff on the on the Instagram, it was kind of like the three or four guys ask, asking the same stuff. I mean, like I said, we already talked about Justin football, about the apology. We got Angel Fan uh, 4 to ask about the apology. It's kind of like the same thing. But, um, you know, we, 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 we like this. We like the interaction with you guys. Efren mm-hmm. um, underscore Parra would uh, – what if they banned them from events like such as the All Star Game and Home Run no, Derby? No, man. No, I mean, I want, I want, dude, I want Bregman to be in the Home Run Derby. I this want year. the drama. I mean, as a fan at Dodger Stadium, can I, you as imagine? A fan, like, 
Ugh. To me, that's kind of dumb. Like, you're not going to exclude him from a regular season game, which I understand, which I understand, because of the whole, like, we got into earlier, the union and that stuff. Yeah. But you're, then you're going to exclude him from an exhibition game where nothing in that game matters or carries over. Right. Why would you not... Want the drama. Want, the want drama. that excitement want, on TV. You know how much eyes, how many more eyes would be on that when... Oh, I would go for him oh, so bad. Yeah, I, I be, think that's, uh, that's, you know, that's bigger than baseball. That is a... It's going to be must-see TV how the fans react, how, right. they're, how they're all-star teammates right. who, you know, were very vocal about not liking what they did uh, interact yeah. with them. That would yeah. be just perfectly made-for-TV drama. I want Altuve to be in it, and I want him to hit a home run and take his shirt off. Take your shirt off, Altuve. Yeah, and just... Dude, and I would like put that. like a little microphone right here, like a little, right. like a little, like a little bump right here on the, with. Oh, dude, heal it up, WWE style, like you right. said, Dan. Yeah. Oh, I'm 100. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I hope they, like I said, hopefully they get a talking and they just kind of lean into it and they accept it because there, there's no way for them to defend it. There's no way for them to own it, dog. Own it, just own it and be a heel. Oh, dude. Be freaking Hulk Hogan when he went be, when he joined the NWO. But that'd that's be what you great do. for baseball, though. But that'd be great for baseball because every sport, every league needs a team to root against. For the longest time, it was the Yankees, which is understandable because of the payroll and the you know evil empire and blah 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 and all that stuff. And now you have a definitive, without a question, evil. No one likes team in the Astros, and and people are going to go see them play. You know, if you're in Tampa Bay. What's the point of a Tampa Bay Astros game? I mean, yeah, they're two good teams, but whatever. But now you might actually make the extra effort to get into Tampa Bay, go to the game to see the Astros just so you can boo, just so you can bang a trash can, just so you can do that. So that doesn't mm-hmm. mean more eyes on the game, more ticket sales, more fans in the seats, which is a big thing that Angel or, uh, uh, baseball needs. So for as much dirt that this has put on baseball – there's some stuff on the back end of it that can actually help baseball. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, you said it best, dude. Reality TV show in the making, trash TV. Astros own up to it. Be be Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Be Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It just yeah, just totally lean into it. I mean, that's. I don't care that they cheated. Like it doesn't affect me. Like they didn't. They didn't. Like I understand some of the players. Like oh, you stole money from dudes. Like and I understand that sucks, but they didn't steal from me. I, I I look. I'm 100% agree with you. Like even even when P- Angel fans are like, oh well, they cheated against us too. You know what? We sucked. I don't care. They didn't affect what they beat us four more times. They, it didn't yeah. matter. We were those four games were going to push us into the playoffs. Right. And, you know, and and some like some dude suing the Astros because he didn't get another shot. I'm, my head is like, <laughs> if you get lit up by the Astros in one day, I understand that it probably means you didn't go. You went back down, and it kind of looked funny. But dude, if you're in a sport like this. Baseball, basketball, football, you have to be mentally strong. And, and if you're not in that 1% of the 1% that's mentally strong enough to do this, whether the Astros lit you up this time or whether it was going to be the Indians the next time or whoever, it's kind of one of those things I feel it was eventually going to happen. Yeah, the Astros probably pushed fast forward on that, which right. sucks. But, right. you know, Camber Jojan got lit up, but he's still in the league because he bounced back. Felix Pena got lit up by the Astros during this time. He's still in the league. So it's it, it's kind of like, I don't know... I understand some of these. It's just convenient for him to do that, you know. Yeah. So, what other questions we got here? We got any more before? No, we're yeah, we're almost getting towards the end here. So, um, just a quick reminder again: we are going to be in Tempe in two weeks from today. We are recording this Thursday, February twentieth. We will be in Tempe at this time in two weeks, where we will have our. Angel preview, I guess, if you will, with Red Bollinger. We're trying to try to work out. I don't know if that's going to happen like a Saturday night, Friday night, but either way, it'll probably be posted that Sunday. We're out there. Uh-huh. Um, if you're going to be out in, in spring training, let us know. Look us up. We will be posting stuff all the time out there. I don't know if any other podcast is going to be out there in spring training. I haven't heard. I don't know, but trying to get fans, trying to get people on the podcast, talking about spring training, talking about Angels baseball. So again, follow us on on Instagram, on Twitter, because that's where we'll post our where we're going to be at. And um, you know, drop in, have have a few words, and 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 you know, we'll, we'll put you on the podcast, or we'll you know do some giveaways and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks like we'll probably have our tailgate at the Tempe Saturday. on Saturday, on Saturday, the Saturday so, game, which is the seventh. Uh, Fifth yeah, seventh. Yeah, the seventh. The seventh. The temp. Yeah, we're gonna be in Tempe because the uh, other two days were kind of sandwiched in there on the road. So March seventh, 
looks pretty good legit about the tailgate and we always try to be in the outfield mm-hmm. just uh just right by where the big uh angel spring training home sign is right inside the scoreboard right um but yeah tempe is right around the corner um we'll, coming up obviously we're going to keep on doing the, the al west preview monday is uh dc lumberg he's on the locked on mariners podcast we i talked to him yesterday so that's coming out monday We'll be back next week, Thursday, to give our thoughts about Seattle and whatever kind of shenanigans have will come out between now and then. And by then, we'll actually have games yes. to talk about, even though the spring training games. And they actually, and they're actually, there was a thing today that said Saturday that um, don't expect any regulars playing. I'm like, right. I was like, doesn't I don't matter. I don't care. Just give me baseball. It doesn't and matter. We were even texting, planning. Hey, let's watch. A, let's have a watch party. <laughs> like we are. I'm so just like Jones in for a for for anything, baseball. man. Yeah. Just to hear, you know, the commentators and see the jerseys out there. Uh, yeah, man, I'm super excited for that. But um, one other thing too. Uh, God, what was I going to get to? We we're talking about spring training. We we're talking about yeah, um, the giveaways again. Uh, we will have the Stan Sox giveaway on Instagram. Check it out. Not only that, but I think um, I talked to Angel's Art, and we're going to be doing some cool uh, art pieces uh, using his images. So if you guys don't follow Angel's Art on Instagram, it's A-G-L-S underscore art. Does some really cool um, uh, cool little pieces with uh, pictures. So we're going to have some pieces. Those are going to be giveaways, too. So we're going to figure out how we're going to do that, too, whether we do it at spring training or through Instagram or whatever. So be on the lookout. We had a question on here, and it's kind of a good question, and it's something we have to work out and we'll probably talk about more so at spring training. But what's the podcast schedule going to look like throughout the season? We normally do once a week. You know, um, the day of the week is going to be kind of up for debate right now just because we're trying to get Chris in here more often. Right. Um, but once a week, and then occasionally, you know, if it's a big – something happens or, yeah. or if I get an interview, it'll be twice a week. But it'll definitely be once a week for sure. We're going to kind of do the same thing. We're going to do the, the – um, review about what happened and talk about what happened that that week and then just kind of the news people coming in coming off the dil on the dil and and you know calls up call up call down you know all that stuff so as of right now as it sits it's gonna be once a week again as of right now it's gonna be probably like wednesday thursday uh, depending on our schedule but you know that can change and that's something where we're finally going to be all in the same place at the same time for spring training right um you know chris talks with john you know here and there and i'm not there and the same thing i'm here with john and chris is not here and then you know this is hard to call me it's 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 chris let's just blame chris i I don't want to throw him under the bus (laughs) like that but hey you know uh you know I, i i why not i don't know but yeah so that's the plan. And before we go, I, I, I meant to do it at the beginning. I never did it, but I want to talk about MyBookie. Again, MyBookie.ag. Very proud sponsor of the All Angels podcast. Go to MyBookie.ag now. Use promo code chair and they'll double your initial deposit uh, up to $1,000 just in time for March Madness, NBA playoffs, and even, like we said before, baseball, baseball, baseball. Um, I want to I, – I, I, that's it we have. Again, uh, next week we have D.C. Lumber, uh, Mariners, talking Mariners on Monday. Our – thoughts on the Mariners and news in general will be Thursday and then Saturday the last day of February the 29th uh, we will have Victor Rojas on as our interview and then that will wrap up our very very busy February busy but fun and and, and definitely um, a lot of information put out there reviewing everything but it was definitely a lot of fun uh, talking to guys yeah, no doubt. So with that being said, uh, follow us on all our social media platforms, Halo underscore Haven on Instagram, Halo underscore Haven on Twitter, Facebook, Halo Haven, uh, All Angels Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, you can't get on social media, you can't be on the Instagram live, always hit us up on our Gmail account, All Angels Podcast at gmail.com. All right. I'm Johnny Banks. I'm Dan Garcia. And you've listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. Some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.